okay let's get into it alvin how are you doing man not bad you know just was playing ninja gaiden you know so what's that you know you know this old game it was in 1960 something so actually i wasn't playing it but i was watching a video of it so <laughs> i don't okay. focus and say that i was playing it but i actually wasn't so i was just yeah. watching a video i was watching video clips of it just gave me this nostalgia so <laughs> no one's judging you yeah <laughs> <laughs> i know you want to run but no one's judging you relax yeah calm I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah that's that's basically what i've been doing you know just watching video clips of that but yeah okay what about you bro ah man just spent the whole yeah. thing this whole lockdown mm. thing kind of gets to you at some point and is that add some yeah. stuff I was doing throughout the whole day mm. yeah that that's as much as i can say but it was a it was a tad bit uh, tedious yeah that's as much as as you, as you can disclose yes as as i can disclose i work for the cia CIA. Okay, I see good, CIA. Into, cons- I'm not going to get into conspiracy theories today about some of the CIA. <laughs> okay. I something CIA man. Yeah, exactly. I found out <laughs> something interesting about them today by the way. But uh, mm, interesting. That is okay. for another day. Anyways, that is so for today, another podcast. <laughs> anyways, yeah. So today uh we thought that we'll talk about minimalism 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 man, to be honest yeah about this thing going around that um you know like poor people can't really be minimalists you know what i mean okay okay yes that you can't afford it <laughs> you know what i mean that <laughs> you just can't afford it like you can't afford you minimalism no like as in don't saying that you're you're minimalist just say you can't afford it you can't afford like the other stuff that you'd want you yeah? can't afford the things that, the nice things that you want the exactly. nice jewelry so you have to just go with you have to just go with, <laughs> with 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 being a minimalist you know anyway yeah, but like before we so, go far before we go far mm, oh, sorry sleeping mm. there I was sleeping i was saying like before we go far like yeah what you know sometimes there is one i always want to know is what is minimalism like what does it really mean for someone to be to say like they have they're living a minimalist life Alvin, yeah so most of this stuff yeah first tell me yeah okay yeah so from my understanding i mean minimalism basically just means you know cutting out all the unnecessary i may call it junk in this case cutting out all the expenses and you know investing more or saving more so yeah. basically what a minimalist you know engages in is that they forgo the petty pleasures if i may say in terms of the nice car that you could get through your paycheck or you know using the credit card to you know you know buy nice clothes and stuff i mean buying clothes is nice because you need to wear something but what the minimalist looks at is that they are foregoing the expenses that they do not need and you know using that money to save or invest yeah so really that's like the whole idea 
really that's under minimalism or a mini financial minimalist. Interestingly, actually, um, yeah. I think we need to go into this because this is also something that you know, Ezra, you enjoy, and yeah. minimalism really started really like, you know, you know, back in the 1960s. I won't bore the audience, but you know, it started actually as an art movement. So, oh yeah, okay. But anyways, I think minimalism, to be honest, is I think of someone who's saying like they're living a minimalist life. I think they are living that redundant stuff. They don't need like excess excess stuff. Yeah, maybe like they're type of person who would be like, I just need a car uh, to get me from point A to point B. Like they just need exactly. a car. A car is a car. To them, a car is a exactly. car. I don't necessarily need That's a TV because I have a phone. You get what I mean? Eh? They will be like, I need, I don't need that. I don't need a TV because I have a phone. A phone, I can watch everything I need, right? So now you have, you have those things, right? Then you have, yeah. uh, say for example, someone else is thinking, I have, uh, instead of buying again on the TV thing, instead of, okay, maybe not my phone. I have a computer, right? So yeah. like, if you have, if you have your, comp- if you have your computer and you just have yeah. your phone, yeah? Those yeah. are the things that you you need. You don't need other things, right? You don't need all those yeah. fancy, fancy things. So now you're like, man, okay, then again, I can just buy, you know, this type of, I don't know, are they like ovens? Like, it's all in one. It's like a stove. Like, it's a stove. It's a, it's a hot plate. Oh, it's all okay. that stuff. So you don't need to buy an oven. It has, like yeah. it has, it's like, it's like an all in one situation. Yeah. So oh, like yeah, I, so I, that's I, like that's how me I would, I would classify someone who's a minimalist. Yeah. Yeah, actually, um, you know, you've just mentioned something very interesting. Is that, you know, uh, the lifestyle of a minimalist is to literally live as minimal as possible. You know, living and that's the whole point. Yeah. Living with living less. With less. Yeah. You know, and I know this could be like really something that you know is interesting because um. Many people could ask, like, personally, are yeah. minimalists happy? Are minimalists happy? Because we've talked about the whole situation of, okay, yes, they live less. Yes, yeah. they cut back on expenses. Yes, they, you know, they, they try to pay off their debt. Yes, this includes student loans, guys. That's also a very important thing. May not be yeah. so much in Uganda, but, you know, in different other places. But that's the whole lifestyle in which is just trying to, cut down so much of their unwanted or unnecessary stuff and focusing mm. on the stuff that really helped them out. Now, someone could say, okay, man, that's some stingy association stuff right there. I know yeah. the ladies will like that and say, my God, are you trying to advocate for stingy men association? Now, I'm going to ask you, does it really make them happy? You well, know? That's, you well here we mainly talk about finances, but... That's a philosophical question. I think. <laughs> Ezra, that's your department. That's your department. I think peace. Peace to me, happiness is peace. Like peace of mind. If you're, yeah. If you're at peace, then I think you're generally happy. If you mm. have less things kind of distracting you, I think that a person yeah. who's truly a minimalist, not for for this kind of sh- like showing golf and stuff, right? Not that. Yeah. Not that type of person. No, no, if, you're a, if you're truly a minimalist, um, yeah. that means like you don't really need, 
you don't need a lot of things this position okay. stuff doesn't really like bother you a lot right if maybe yeah, yeah like like it would affect other people you know how other people yeah. are influenced by say i want all of, i need, i want this i need more of this i need what cloud chasing you know use things yeah, to to give yourself like that boost of, of like whatever yeah true that dopamine true, true, boost, true, yeah true. So I would think, yeah. yeah, you're free from you're free from that uh, kind of I'd say materialistic kind of thing, which kind of frees you a bit. It frees you. It frees you yeah. a it bit you from that kind of attachment. That kind of bondage, yeah. I would say. Yeah. So I, I think, think yeah. I think a true minimalist is happy. A true minimalist is happy. You is know, happy, I'll just happy, go back. Is happier than say a regular person. Yeah, that's what that's what I would think. You know what, audience. I think we've just hit something right here. For the first time, Ezra is actually agreeing with me. So watch the space right here. <laughs> Ezra is actually really agreeing with me. This is actually a landmark. So, Anyways. and I agree with you, Ezra. Um, yeah. A minimalist, to be honest, you know, because for me, um, I would say, okay, I call myself a frugal person, but I mean, that's subject to the people who are around me so but anyway um i think a minimalist is happy because at the end of the day you really don't need a lot to make you happy you don't need a lot yeah. of materialist stuff to make you happy or to justify that euphoria that you know many artists that we see usually have in terms of their videos or you know athletes that buy that new stuff i mean yeah. it's not bad but at the end of the day really it's about your soul it's about your true happiness that's why like yeah, i think weird, people who chase cloud in a weird cringy way <laughs> yeah anyways let's not digress so like digress, we're talking yeah. about like a minimalist but now why everyone needed or anyone would probably like click this is because they had to find out financial minimalism who is a financial minimalist i mean we already talked about what minimalist is, but now in the financial sense who is a financial minimalist and is it important to be a financial minimalist yeah i think obviously a financial min a financial minimalist is someone who you know um you know like i said cuts back on the expenses and yeah. you know for and tries to try to reduce their debt in whichever sector that they accumulated that debt and focuses on the aspect of investing which is the long term growth and also saving so really the whole idea that's centered within the financial minimalist is to try to like i would say progress their finances in terms of looking at alternatives like investing and saving instead of trying to accumulate a lot of debt you know through credit cards you know through things like in uganda here i think the biggest debt would like okay not the biggest but most of the debts and Loan. i think yeah Loan. loans a lot of soft core loans coming yeah. through your weddings like someone has a kwanjula maybe they don't have the money but they don't want to feel like this kind of awkwardness when everyone is giving money so he says you know what i'll just get a loan and put it there so there's those loans there's also car loans by the way bro car loans yeah. actually just thing in uganda by the way it's, just... it's the same thing i think also in kenya like you find yeah. say for yes. example when people usually get jobs like this what are they called they're like say like you become uh an accountant yeah or like one of these big, yeah. big firms say yeah are they called they're called the big five right deloitte yeah kpm Delio, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Young. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They are. I'm almost forgetting them, but the whole point yeah. is on the account so, firms. Yeah. It's those big, the big companies, right? So when these people usually go and get like those jobs, they now think, man, you know, I'm earning a lot of money because a hundred thousand Kenya shillings, that's like approximately a thousand dollars. And obviously a thousand dollars in say Kenya and also in Uganda, that's like crap, man. Man, a thousand dollars in Uganda is a lot of three million. money. In Uganda, that's three million. But anyways, in I mean, Kenya, a hundred thousand that's, that's good money, right? Still good that's money. That's good money. That's yeah. chiller money, bro. That's yeah, the kind yeah. of money that that can stop you can stop you, you know, your psychic bothering you about mm-hmm. stuff. So anyways, that's the that you have there. to understand that things are more expensive in Kenya as compared to here. Standards of living are better there as compared to here. Anyways, guys usually go, like when they get those jobs, they usually think, man, now my lifestyle has to change. And you're like, okay, that's like entry level money, by the way. That's entry level. So you're thinking, man, my lifestyle has to change. I'm now, I'm like a big dog. I have to buck, buck. That's everyone can know that, man, I'm around. So a guy goes and buys <laughs> yeah. a loan for a car. Of course, I think that this is later on was like a bit inside the career. Then you can get like a loan for for what for that car, and then yeah. again goes and gets money for an apartment. An apartment he can't necessarily afford. You can afford it yeah. because it's like say seventy thousand. That leaves you thirty thousand. Yeah. yeah, and then you're 30, feeding. That leaves you thirty thousand if you're living in like seventy thousand. So like the person wants yeah. to stay in same places like in the in nairobi in around nairobi they are like these top areas right say uh, okay there's some place called karen i think old money i don't know if it's necessarily in nairobi but like those nice nice areas if you have someone okay from, if you have someone comes from runda you're like man money mothaiga you're like whoa 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 right yeah that's so, done eh? <laughs> exactly so now that's where they want to stay as young as young people or they will stay in yeah. i forget the name of this place but it's it's pretty hip it's like really good so like that's where they want to stay as well let's yeah see. so let's see that's where i think like this thing would really be would really apply to them especially like do people usually get jobs people yeah. are now getting jobs like you need to understand man first start out small man you know you want those big things you want whatever exactly I think financial minimalism is relevant to say people now, especially after no, this it's COVID. It's so relevant. Yeah, especially when. It's so relevant. Especially when uh, you know the whole COVID nineteen thing came around in America. Like I, so many people, mm. it was found that so many people didn't even have like saving. You know, like savings. Uh, they called emergency savings. Yeah. Most people didn't have that. Yeah, emergency funds, that's what yeah, Dave yeah. Ramsey would call it. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Most yeah. people did not have, or like didn't have money for like, say, you know, like when you lose, it said like you have, you need to have money for like, say six months after you've lost your job. If you're like, if yeah, you yeah. lose a job or change a job, you need like six yeah. months. Oh, yeah. yeah, you need six months. For like six months. Yeah. Yet, most yeah. people didn't have that. Most people didn't have that. That's what you're going, that's what you're seeing people raising up. And saying all oh, the rich are taking our money blah 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 blah. no no one is taking your money and stop being jealous that like jeff bezos has more money than you get your flowers and go and start a company and then you will know that man you respect your bezos we're not talking about what he did what he does to his employees but we're talking about the fact that his company makes him that much money 
and it's not really like it doesn't have it all at once that's true you know you mentioned something you mentioned something i think we need to agree i think this is so important and the fact is that when you get your money i know this uh i know many working people can identify with it it's not really your money it's it's actually not your money because think of it like this let's say ezra because right now we're in uganda uh someone pays okay you know your teacher they're paying you 500,000, right? Yeah. So you get that 500,000. We're just going to do a small bit of calculations. It's not going to be even a lot. So you take out, you know, you take out money, you give, let's say 300,000. This is rent. Yeah. And then that money you're left with, uh, 200,000. But remember, you have to eat food. So there's need for, you know, there's need for uh, food because it's important. You take out, let's say 100,000. That leaves with 100K. Then remember this clothes. So let's take out the 50. Okay, yeah, let's just say don't buy clothes every month. So okay, yeah, you don't, but let's just yeah, assume that this is the first paycheck you got. Okay, yeah, that's true. Transport, yeah. you could say transport, transport. Let's say transport, actually. Yeah, let's say transport. So they take out transport, that's fifty thousand. You're left with fifty thousand now. Yeah. So thinking about it, first of all you've spent a lot of money that's money that your boss just gave you to appropriate to the people that are going to accommodate you and now the 50 you have remember let's say you okay you, i gave i was saying that this person is single but you know being a bachelor in uganda you were not completely yeah. single so you may have that lady that's on your back or you're on your bumper so let's yeah. say she says, okay, you know, I want to go out or stuff. So you're going to take like 20. But really, yeah. all these are expenses. You have left, you're left with nothing. You've not saved. You've not invested. Yeah. So literally what you are, and, you know, I had Pastor Mose talk about this. You're literally a courier. The word is a courier. So you're just only transporting money back and forth. Well, so that's carrier. literally a courier. A career, yeah, career, yeah. Actually, that's the right word, career. So there's nothing you've left that you could own in terms of assets, like land or maybe stocks or maybe yeah. some investment schemes like circles. There's nothing like that. And unfortunately, that has been the situation that has happened in the pandemic. I was talking to a friend of mine and she was telling me that one of the things that had that this pandemic, okay, it's not this, but the last first pandemic we had that has told her was the art of saving. You know, we take saving for granted, but at the end of the day, when given the pandemic, when you need money to help out a, a loved one, you know, maybe they've contracted the disease, you need some savings there to help them out. Because at the end of the day, money is the solution to many of our problems. Just wanted to put that out there and you know say that it's really an important thing to have that minimalism in your life less is better they say less, less is better okay i know of just from defending like rich people and whatnot but like let me ask a question you know like how people want to flex when they buy mansions yeah you're going to buy a house with like 15 bedrooms what exactly are you yeah. going to use those bedrooms for you know, that's the same question I always ask myself. <laughs> like, every time I was here, every time I hear, this guy bought a house with 15 bedrooms, what, what, what? I'm like, you know, it would make sense. 
it would make sense if you had like a large family like a large extended family yeah but if you it's just you and if it's just you and say like two kids and a dog as in it doesn't make sense you know it's like you just brought up this a situation and i think this is important to say is that i mean i'm not refusing people to flex because it's your money yeah. we're not here to tell you what to do with your money we're just showing you where your money could go and going back to what i'm going to say is this is that when someone has okay let's say someone has got let's say 1 million dollars you know i remember listening to a quote from jz and he said that if you buying something you have to be able to buy it two times so if you've bought a mansion of let's say 6 million dollars that means you have to have, be able to buy it two times not just that one off thing because the yeah. truth is there are people who've like got and who've be able to afford it exactly you have to be yeah. able to realistically afford it means, exactly you know? brother of course now a person like Jay-Z he owns a company i'm pretty sure like yeah company, right? yeah he has he owns a little company but he doesn't need to own anything you know you know dan bilzerian's yeah. father right dan, dan could you say that again you know dan bilzerian dan, let me check him out dan bilzerian um that guy everyone loves to hate dan bilzerian let me check him internet out. personality instagram wait influencer. is he okay okay yeah. okay i know this brother dan okay, bilzerian. i know him because- anyways so dan bilzerian's dad dan bilzerian's yeah. father went yeah. to jail some time ago but you see if anything yeah. is he never lost his house no one was seizing all his assets yeah he never took the house and i think also money he left in a trust for dan bilzerian and the brother yeah yeah so now <laughs> he has he has one thing that dan bilzerian's dad did yeah dan bilzerian's father uh put them uh put the house under a company okay that's interesting and that's what many rich people do many rich people buy these assets that many people see under their company so there's no liability to them wow i see what you mean i see what you mean i'm going to i'm i get let me just defend this point even further you know um yeah I'm, I'm sure you've heard of this personality. It's called the Wall Street Trapper. Uh, basically, yeah, he's uh, okay. Um, he's like he was once. Okay, he was once. Um, I don't know if the word is right, but is it a felon? Okay, anyway, he was in jail. But the reason he was in jail was because of you know some mischief. Obviously, it had to be mischief. This but you know, he was not the wolf of wall street this guy is oh, a yeah, black okay. guy yeah, a black okay. guy so he met this he met this white guy who was wearing i don't know because i'm not i'm i've not been in america but the way he was explaining he said that those guys in prison who wear i think blue and white straps they are guys who have been convicted because of some you know embezzlement stuff like that then guys who wear the orange straps uh they yeah, are in prison because hardcore crooks yeah like they're in prison because of maybe like robbery assault or something like that yeah. but anyway um he was narrating this story and people please go and check up check him out and you know get that briefing of the story but anyway he was narrating the story and he was saying that this guy was talking to him and he was telling him you know he asked him a question and he was like what have you what are you in jail for then the guy was like 
No, he said, actually, I can bet you've been in jail for less than a hundred thousand. And the guy was like, yeah, I've been, obviously. And he was like, you see, for me, what I did is I embezzled, uh, he said he embezzled two million from his company and then paid a restitution of 200 and then got back that two million. So, you know, just correlating with the story, you know, um, many of these wealthy people know how to, I'm not saying that they, they are, okay, that could be debated in terms of being crooks, but like yeah. <laughs> many of them have the understanding and they have this general understanding of how to be able to, when they're in trouble, they know how to get that lay back, that foundation. They're not completely, you know, laid off. Like if someone go, came back from prison and, you know, he has that serious problem of having to get on his feet. These guys have, you know, this situation. But the whole point is that financial knowledge that they're able to understand, you know, and, you know, that's the whole situation. I think that really we're, you know, going back and forth about, yeah. you know. But one thing I find it, okay, I know we were digressing, we're not talking about financial minimalism, but let's think about uh, that these things where like, that these paper billionaires, right? So, because they yeah. can get lines of credit easier. Yeah. I mean, they, they can find a way to make their company because now you have like a hundred million, right? Okay. You have like a hundred million, right? Then you can yeah. go and get like a line of credit. Now your company is worth a billion. So you can get a line of credit hmm, and then you start yeah. buying expensive things. That's like, true. And like this guy, what's his name? The WeWork guy. <laughs> that guy of WeWork, I don't know what to say that, about that him. Guy. But that guy I... was just spending <laughs> money left, right and center. Is it after the IPO? That's when they, they found out that this guy is just doing all sorts of nonsense. No, actually, interestingly, they didn't even go for an IPO. They wanted to file for the IPO. So this is what happened. They wanted to file for the IPO, but then the SEC said, like, there were some red flags. So the whole situation was this, was that the company really wasn't really profitable. But people yeah. can go and do research on the WeWork, I mean, and the company wasn't profitable. The business model was more, it wasn't sufficient because there were, it was like almost like, I would say, based on this kind of you know hyping of a certain product but the product really isn't sufficient you know that was the whole situation (laughs) that's exactly yeah actually that would have been an interesting you would have just used the spark man (laughs) actually that that would have been the best way for him to you know evade that situation but that was like the whole situation with that and going back i just want to mention this huh Going back is that all this that we were talking about in terms of like the wealthy people and how, you know, they're able to do this is the truth is they have that capacity in which they can be able to operate. You know, the situation arises here is that many people have that situation where, you know, they get money, you know, they flamboyantly, you know, express it out and you know then they go back to square one you know and yeah so the money always go back where it always goes the person who can handle the the person who can handle it and make it again and i've said it badly but it will always that's right there yeah it will always go back home yeah it always go back back to another (laughs) it always go back home 
No, we make oh, fun of so, we make fun of all these guys like Bezos, blah blah blah, and we're like, yeah. Hey, all these all these Wall Street guys are like, man, we I swear these guys women yeah, wealth distribution blah, blah blah blah, and if you don't know how to use money, the minute the minute like you're giving that money, you're going to go and spend it on what? Guess what? Yeah, all those things that you've always wanted because all the ads yeah. being bombarded with you're like, man. Jessica Alba. I need to get that latest iPhone. Yeah, that iPhone looks so nice. Ah, guess who's going to get for money? Tim Apple. Cook. Tim Cook. Tim mm-hmm. Cook's yeah. shares are going to go up. More money oh. for him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I just wanted to point out, I wanted to point out something, you know, um, because we've talked about minimalism and we've talked about how minimalists are generally you know have this mindset of focusing on the long-term view and i mean i don't want to persuade our viewers to thinking that okay minimalism is the you know the right and obvious thing that you should do because you know in life there's always the good thing and there's always the bad thing you know there's the good and bad you know and i'll just like start it off uh frankly you know um i will go into the aspect of you know minimalism i just want for the viewers to understand this is that everything has the good side and also has the bad side and with minimalism the downside i would say about um it is that in terms of uh you as an individual you know it's almost like i would say reduces your ambition what do you think Ezra? What does you know there's help? that aspect that there's that aspect like explain yeah because i I really want to know like how because okay if i'm I'm not necessarily buying every every small thing that comes to my whatever like comes to my view i'm more inclined to like buy the things that i would really like i know i really need yeah i really i want a need i want a need like together yeah. Mm, I see you. You want a need, so like I'm just going to like tell you because you asked. Yeah. Okay. You asked yeah. about. You asked about like why? How does it reduce your ambition? Like. Yeah. Now, like you know, um, I'll say something is that people who are trying to obviously you know better themselves in different careers or maybe you know try to become wealthy or whatever it is, you know, you know that life is not linear. You know that life is like amazed it you know it's in one yeah. direction and another time it moves in this other direction you know and from what i've understood from what people say about minimalism these are the critics of minimalism is that they yeah. say that there's a way it refuses there's a way because you know opportunity comes in many different ways you get yeah and there's a way minimalism kind of says that okay focus on this aspect but don't go on the other aspect if you get what i'm saying you know it like, like makes you think that because i'm not understanding first explain what you mean by focus okay. on this let aspect, me do that then leave that mm-hmm. aspect. for example let's say you're someone who's like passionate about uh let's say you're passionate about art right yeah. and this is the career that you've chosen you feel this is the right way that you should go and you feel you convicted that this is where you're going but we know that life doesn't always take you to you know the places that you made want to go you get what i mean 
actually yeah. the way life works and i'm sure many people who live life know that life is always you know um it always diverts so going back to the analogy you're a person who's you know into art but then somehow you find there's an opportunity for you to become maybe i would say you know uh uh someone in the media in terms of being a reporter so yeah. with minimalism there's that aspect of okay i'm being in art or sorry i'm going to be in art but because um with that idea of minimalism or that mindset of minimalism it focuses it fo- it makes me focus on that aspect of it's not in your plan so you forego that because you think okay it's not in my plans i'm supposed to become an artist and things like this so when that happens you you know you say okay no because this reporter thing this is not for me so you let it go and you focus on that that aspect of art but we know that life is so diverse and it's so it can take you many places that position maybe you become a exactly unpredictable thank you very much that position where you could become a reporter could possibly even take you to further heights you know it could really you know skyrocket and stuff like that so my whole point of where it's, you know where these critics are talking about the ambition for my understanding it comes from this point of you're not there's there's that lack of 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 progression in terms of which other opportunity could, could I take on or so like, you know, so like to, to like to do like say achieve like say greater heights exactly yeah. so like yeah, a person who's you. like say uh let's say materialistic in in the, in that okay. sense let's just put it in that way like someone who's materialistic yeah. say this guy is this guy is earning his money is like man for me i don't need to buy a new iphone of course until yeah. apple does its things right until apple yeah. does its things then that's when i'll change right but yeah. then there's this other guy this guy is like man for me i have to save i have i'm saving money for that new iphone that new iphone 13 in the new iphone 13 yeah. comes Going be, he's going to think, man, how can I get more money? So rather than always having to like have this benchmark, let me now save more money so I can have also money now to buy that new iPhone and also to buy, say, the new, are they called AirPods? iPod Max, are they called, whatever they Yeah, they're called Those AirPods. AirPods. So I the think they're called, I think they're the called, big ones. Yeah, the big ones, the headphones. The, one, the headphones, head, the head, right? Yeah, the ones which slap over your, head, your ears. Whatever yeah, I think those are headsets. Yeah, yeah, anyway, iPod. yeah. So like the iPod, let's call them iPod Max. So like those yeah. iPod Max and then whatever. So you want both those things. Yeah. Like, that's if Apple's like whatever putting them out. So you're having more drive to save more. And then say like a financial minimalist is going to just be trying to live within, directly within his means, maybe saving more. And uh, yeah. only just buying what he needs necessarily. Maybe splashing a bit sometimes just to... To get himself something nice yeah but not all the time or like or like very rarely so that's i think that's what they mean like there's not that motivation like to, to like maybe surpass your benchmark but i think someone most people would probably try to beat their benchmark yeah i think human the being, point of human beings love progress that's one that's thing. It's not, we don't like we don't actually like that the 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 end the end product itself we like to see yeah. that progressing 
You like see that progression that is, you know, like just progression of progress. It's like yeah, progression of progress. <laughs> That's like, interesting. It's, it's like you know, like when you watch those transformation videos on, online, yeah, of people who who like have worked out whatever like a girl's once fat, then now he's yeah. he's like he has all the eight packs and everything, right? We like That's watching true. those videos, and it's because of like we like seeing that progression. I mean, the guy could just put a picture like of him being fat and then him being what like a stud now right yeah yeah we like watching them going from the beginning to the end because it makes us feel like we're also on that journey with them it makes us feel like yeah. we're also progressing but you're just watching to see you're just watching <laughs> you're just watching on your phone exactly and you know you know you you mentioned about the bit like you know these critics actually you know uh yeah i think that aspect of wanting more because like you said uh human beings are in love with the progression and really i would say where well, i would just like almost vouch not to a complete bit but mm-hmm. i'll just talk about the aspect where the critics have a problem with minimalism is that there's this whole point that it's more of like a hypocritical aspect like okay. think about it from this a hypocritical aspect yeah. so think about it from this point of view that someone who's telling you about minimalism in terms of them being financially set the critics feel like it's more of that's more of what you would you know you're more of telling someone else that but not doing you know the exact same thing that you you know you're preaching you know it's like the situation with the pharisees so um that's where the critics come from from that point that they say that you know with minimalism it's a wealth kind of hypocrisy but you know there's that aspect but you're rich For me, I mean, to be rich like, no. in all honesty like being rich like, yeah is that you know expenses expenses that maybe like the assets you have yeah and liabilities yeah. look at it your assets are more than your liabilities you're rich yeah that's basically wealth by the way assets more than liability assets more than liabilities but, so now tell me how a financial minimalist is being a hypocrite when if he himself his assets are more than his if his assets are more than his liabilities because by definition a minimalist you're you're trying to what, have less liabilities and also maybe trying to improve on your what, on your assets but your assets obviously also maybe probably like limiting them in a way right Mm. Uh, where they're talking like where they're criticizing him it's yeah. yeah you mentioned the aspect of the asset and the liabilities but their critic where they're being critical of the minimal minimalist is that they're saying that they don't spend but okay. in actual fact they are spending this is where they're coming from so this is their point of view is that they're saying that the person who's preaching the wealthy minimalist who's preaching about not spending cutting down on expenses you find that oh they are spent like okay like let me just give you an example uh jeff bezos gives 200 million dollars you know a reporter you you heard of that yeah. cnn situation? Guy, I think hurt me, i'm not going to because <laughs> I, i am not no, they are like, you he, know he gave 20 million he gave 20 million. 200 bro it was a hundred and a hundred no listen let me finish he gave yeah 20 okay million. To the cheaper guys yeah 20 million to a business yeah. that could probably make him millions but then he gave 200 million to reporters and then you ask yourself a question what is he up to 
let me tell you one thing when a rich person gives money to the fifth estate just know Jeff, Jeff Bezos has been super play. criticized I think it's, to play. it's not because I'm telling it's a tactical you. play because he owns the Washington Post go and look at the, look at those things the Washington Post does he owns the the Washington Post does not criticize him. I mean, the right things like all oh, the rich are doing this, blah 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 blah. But they will not say they will not criticize him. They won't criticize him. Not criticize you. They won't. They won't. They won't criticize Amazon. Like say if maybe like the New York Times takes a jab at him, or like all these other yeah. news outlets are taking a jab at him. Just go go and check it out, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have exact incidences, but go and check it out. Like, uh, for example, when they are talking about uh, Amazon doing what? Amazon and and its employees, you know the work. Oh yeah, the, when they had that union union situation. Exactly, the Washington yeah. Post wasn't saying much, you know. As no, actually, all the other guys. <laughs> the Washington the, Post kept super quiet. Exactly, and yet the Washington Post is like so, it's so like you know in your face about so many things, calling out yeah, companies for not doing what. But I think that's many like, what the New York Times. But then again, you also have to find that you have to also realize that also the New York Times doesn't also call out its owner or majority shareholder, that Carlos That's guy, true. the Mexican guy. Uh, the Carlos Slim is it Carlos Slim? Uh, yeah, I think it's called Carlos Slim. Carlos Slim owns yeah. the New York Times, isn't it? New York Times. Wow, actually, he, uh, he probably owns it. Anyways, yeah, all I know is that. Now you can see. You can see what I mean. Just know when yeah. when someone like that starts putting money in journalists. It's not because he's saying, oh my goodness, they're just friends of mine. And 200 million, man, for what? <laughs> so, you see, that's, you, you know, I'll just give you like a situation of uh, Jeff Bezos, you know, that kind of splurge is, for someone, you know, someone would think about it and they'll be like, wow, that's a lot of money that you're giving. And just, you know, you're just giving it. But like, you know, we've gone into the other aspect of, you know, I would say the semantics, I would say we've gone into the semantics of, you know, yeah, their tactical plays and all this. But going back from where we were talking about in terms of, you know, the critics, this is why they're saying that, okay, minimalism is not the best alternative. You know, they're saying that, okay, the wealthy who speak about minimalism, and by the way, uh, you know, uh, Jeff Bezos, if you remember when he was young, there was a video of him when they asked him the reporter asked him about you know why don't you have a new bmw why don't you have this then he said i'm comfortable with the car so you can he, he does identify with the minimalism you know so this is why their point is that you know i mean someone who has you know uh this immense world they are not really copying or saying what they are so that's the whole idea but I have something here that um, remember you asked about who are the owners of the New York Times, and I just thought yeah. it would be interesting to share this out. And the owners are the Salzburg family. Salzburg. So they are the majority owners within the New York Times, the Salzburg family. To? I hope what I'm pronouncing it. What about Carlos? Carlos? And then the Carlos guy? Carlos guy. I'm not seeing him as part of the majority <laughs> owners, but that would have to be now more detailed. Anyways, okay. I that would have to be more among them. Because I remember at one point, he was among the, they were um, he was among them anyways those Salzburg guys i'm also pretty sure they're doing something fishy. <laughs> so, you know you know you know you know the stuff <laughs> of course even forbes <laughs> we're not going to say That's anything true. but let's just leave so let's let's talk about mm-hmm. the thing said with jeff bezos when uh they interviewed him at that point see at that mm-hmm. point in time yeah 
he was probably still whatever it is company from the ground up but this guy is so yeah, whatever was this when he was uh amazon or when he was yes, when he had just like okay i'm not going to focus on the details but basically this was the video was based when amazon had i think gone public so yeah. they had that because i think it was around eight billion dollars at that point i'm not quite sure on the facts but people could go and search it up but it was roughly around that net worth and then this reporter was asking him about that question of that oh why don't you you know leave it quote unquote large why don't you go out and you know spend this amount of money and all this and he was like why are you in the same honda because he was you know he was riding a honda and they asked him why you still you know riding this kind of car i mean you are ceo of amazon your net worth is around eight billion and you know he was like i like this car and i like this and i mean from that kind of interview you could tell that he yeah. identified with minimalists aspect of finances you know not having to exalt your wealth so everyone can you know feel that you know you've made it but you know he was like you know i'm comfortable you know i don't want to change who i am money doesn't really change who i am so going back to what i was saying is that you know now you know i mean with the situation of the 200 million you know 200 million dollars where he just gives the you know the news reporters I'm not going to be critical of Jeff Bezos. I love the homie and I think he does exceptional work. But this is where the critics of minimalism are coming and saying that, I mean, mm-hmm. this is a person we've seen who has shown minimalist ideology and now he's not doing exactly what, you know, the minimalists will categorize. And, you know, he's, I'd say, going against the stingy association. So $200 million compared to how much money is worth. Is, like I mean, he's working on Really, But you know, the whole point is this: is that the amount? Because yeah, I mean, you're right in bringing the aspect of that it's a drop in the ocean. But that kind of splurge, it, I don't know, man. It brings that situation where like critics are like on him and saying that you know that I mean again, they're not on him. But, let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Yeah, this is what I think these people are, are failing to understand: is that you know you're comparing your living standards with someone else's living standards but if you look at it in the aspect of his living standards he's actually still being a minimalist oh i did not look at it from that point of view it's a comparison that's, you, that's what i keep telling you let me give you an example say uh in uganda the richest the richest person is what's his name Sudil Ruparelia. Sudil Ruparelia spent two million dollars on his daughter's wedding that was the period where he was still worth one two billion dollars. Roughly one point five. It was one. No, at 1. that point, at that point, he was worth two billion. Oh, okay. okay. At that okay. point, he was worth two billion dollars, roughly. Two billion dollars. He's one of the. He's the largest landowner in Uganda. But now you get the point. You're going to mm. compare. Are you going to compare? You see, you can't compare. First here, someone else is spending like say, uh, how much is it? Say. The most you can spend on a wedding is say like twenty thousand dollars, right? Okay. Yeah, the most someone. 30, yeah, the most thirty thousand, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, maybe forty thousand at most, at most, at most forty thousand, and yeah. that's like really like a lot of money. You get. And that's a very good wedding, that's by the way. That's yeah, that's a very good wedding, wedding and it's ex- super expensive, right? Now, yeah. if you compare that to million, you're going to say, man, that's so much money, what? Oh my good Lord, have mercy, blah, 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 right? But then yeah. again, you have to realize 
you're in two different spectrums. You live completely two different lifestyles. Your income and his income are completely different. Yeah? Yeah. So you have to you have to realize that for him that's two million, he's living frugally, man, in his in his on his own whatever sphere. Two million there two million dollars out of two billion. Two million dollars out of the two billion really is like a drop in I gain. Yeah, it's like a drop in the ocean. It's like yeah. if some, you know, for you, so say like if I was earning maybe say two hundred thousand dollars a year, right? Yeah. And then I was buying, and I and I, I buy what coffee every morning, right? Okay. And that coffee is worth twenty dollars. Yeah. Right, two hundred thousand every month, and I'm buying every month coffee. You see, twenty dollar coffee. In thirty yeah. days, that's what six hundred dollars, right? Now, if yeah, you're earning three thousand, if you're earning three thousand dollars, and you you're spending six hundred dollars on coffee, you have a problem. Like me, I'm earning two hundred thousand, and that six hundred dollars are dropping the ocean. So you understand? You have to look at the lifestyles. You have to understand the amount of money going in, the amount of money going in, amount of money coming out. Amount of money coming out. The capacity. So what you're saying is, you have to be able to have that capacity to, like, for my understanding, from what you're saying is, they they need there's that aspect of capacity. Do you have the capacity to handle that? splurge or that you know expensive in what the critics of me of minimalists may call that expensive item exactly. you have that yeah capacity to handle. you okay. just have you have to understand that that, that me that's why i say something like that that statement of like they're being hip it's it's all hypocrisy i don't think yeah. it is if someone like jeff bezos you have to understand his lifestyle is very different from say 99% of the rest of the world. Okay, not 99% of the world, but like very many people. The rest of us. Yeah, lifestyle my is. lifestyle, say my lifestyle, your lifestyle is very different from someone else's lifestyle. Say someone like say in a war, in a war-torn area, right? Yeah. For example, very different altogether. Someone That's really who, who can barely afford to like say meet and like get food to eat, right? Your lifestyle is going yeah. to be different. The amount of money he's going to get in, he's going to try to find a way like man, maybe. And if he's living frugally, you know, that's that's not whatever borderline insanity if you try to live frugally there. But yeah. Mm. But you get that point. I get, as long as you, you know, understand, I get what you understand you, my point. Yeah. I get what you're saying. And personally, you know, I've I was just giving like that aspect of, you know, because yeah. you know, critics always will have that aspect. They'll always want to come and bring about Okay, what's the downside and that? You know, uh, I think yeah. I'll say something. I just want to say something that, you know, we're talking about minimalism and many of the of the audience uh, identify minimalism with, I think, f- being frugal. You know, in Uganda, yeah. there's the Stingy Men Association. Now I'm going to ask you a question. What makes minimalism popular? You know, what makes the idea of minimalism important and in terms of being proper? In that, in terms of that popularity, what makes minimalism popular? So, um, people, you know, um, people are don't have as, enough money as the previous generation. I'm talking from, say, like the American point of view, because you always yeah. hear them whining. But yeah, people don't have the same <laughs> amount of money as the as the previous generation. Then, yeah, in, say you, the Ugandan aspect as well. I just think it's like those people have always lived here. Most okay. people live in that in that sense, like they're not they okay. Most people obviously it's from hand it's it's from what hand to mouth 
most people here. It's a hand-to-mouth like situation. Yeah. But now people are realizing that, man, you know what? The rich, the people in the middle class in Uganda, like the guys who yeah. have money, who have managed to sustain their money, they have seen that, hey, you know what? Let me live Kobe below my means. You know? Mm. Let, me live, mm. let me live below my means. And if I live yeah. below my means, I can be able to have a decent lifestyle. Same thing that you see when people usually go out. Like, even when they see that people go, like, abroad. Yeah. They see the same yeah. thing happening to them as well. No, for example, there's a guy who went to the UK. This guy yeah. owns warehouses now. I mean, he was doing, you know, they, people make fun of these guys. The guys who do chayo, chayos. Chayo means, yeah. like, guys chayo. They, don't do block, they don't do white collar jobs. They do most of that. Yeah, they the do basically jobs, the, the back-aching jobs. Cleaning toilets, whatever. All that stuff that most people yeah. apparently don't do. So those are the jobs I do. So this guy went there. He did those jobs in the UK. Saved up most yeah. of, saved up some of his money or most of it, and was sending it back home. Yeah. Went. He sent the money to his family and told them, "Buy me land." The guy buys land. He buys trucks. I mean, in my opinion, man, how much is a truck? <laughs> you know, when I heard that, I was like, "How much is a truck, man? What type of truck is he buy?" Of course, he's not going to buy like that. Is it Scania? The Scania trucks, man. I like those trucks. Those kind of expensive no, no, trucks. No, 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 no. He it didn't was... buy a Scania. He bought himself the regular Isuzu's that they usually sell here. You know those blue ones? Those blue ones. Yeah, I know those blue ones. I know them exactly. well. Exactly. Those ones from Japan. The Japan ones. Those old trucks. Second-hand kind of. Of course, man. No one here buys first-hand cars. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. So he bought, uh, he bought, he bought those trucks. And uh, yeah, he bought some other stuff, and I think a few containers for his import business as well. I'm telling you, after yeah. working say six years, this man, you know, he came back here. Yeah, man's having one of them. Like he's among like top rich guys. I don't even remember his name. It was a story that I, I read some time ago, like four years ago. Four years ago. Yeah, like four years ago. Four five years Mesh. ago, I, in my opinion, I was like, Man, maybe I should also go and do chayo, man. Maybe you should go and do chayo. By the way, I won't lie, I've thought about it by the seriously. Like, a warehouse, man. <laughs> he owns multiple warehouses. Now, think yeah, about that. Of course, now, like, how everyone is now going into the, this whole tech related space, and everyone's create like an yeah. like a, a sort of like Amazon or something, yeah, like kind so of Bitcoin to- kind of spell. Mainly, like why his warehouses are going to become, you know, are going to now have like some okay, very okay, significant use. Yeah, I see. This guy can rent out these these warehouses, all of them. Of course, he does it now, but he can rent them out. He also rent he leases out his land, making tons of money, man. You know, we laugh True. at these guys. We laugh. People laugh at these guys. But that's an example. Mm-hmm. He lived frugally, saved up his money, used that money, bought land, built warehouses, blah blah blah, all these things, trucks. Ah. Uh, which guy you know actually i just want to touch on to something um one of the things i've i've realized about uh living frugally is that first of all it doesn't cost you a lot you know when you decide to take the approach of you know cutting down your expenses and you know actually focusing on on you know removing that debt that you know has been accumulated over time it really helps you out because you've just given a situation actually of someone who has, you know, who went, you know, to the UK, he decided to, you know, become a minimalist really actually. And 
focus on actually building his wealth rather than you know increasing his liabilities and there are many stories about that you know about people who have decided to take that i would call it that walk of faith because it's really a walk of faith really because yeah but many people just decide to wake up one day and say that you know i'm going to decide to live this kind of life because many people want to live that i would say truth be told that facade that facade yeah. in, okay i'm going to go out for parties drinks and all that and you know and that kind of life actually is just you know more of like impressing people rather than actually sticking to what your real capacity in terms of finances is and you know i think also why this minimalist movement is so important because the truth of the matter it's really important and it's a popular thing is that many people after this covid you know identify with the situation where you have been in a situation where you have been broke or you yeah. have needed money but you can't do much you can't yeah. do much you know you've it's been fair. stuck you exactly but, you're in that but let me tell square you, situation i don't really think people are going to change especially when things go back to normal some people I are think you'll be surprised. but most you'll be people surprised. are not people i'm telling you i'm telling you you see the thing is i think uh there's a thing i read where they said like to really change it it has to be super yeah. emotional super emotional and uh you have to like mourn your past this is from mark manson he says it yeah like when you think about that and i really think about it it has to be an emotional event highly emotional there are people who are going to change yeah who are really going to say like man you guy i really need to handle my finances and all that stuff other people yeah. who have said like for example lost like relatives because they they knew they couldn't do anything about it those yeah. are those are the example of people those people fall in sick and man you when you're like that brink of death man yeah it kind There's of shocks that aspect you. of emotion it shocks you to shock you just not like you're like man never again you're like never again never again yeah? i might get in that situation exactly. i want to give you a situation of i want to give you a situation actually uh of charlie manga you know this yeah. is a guy who's the right hand man to warren buffett and actually one of the reasons why he says he wanted to become wealthy is that his That's son who, yeah his son who died i think you know this story you know when he died he felt that that powerlessness you know the truth of the matter is that we don't realize it but there's a way money gives you strength and without money you're powerless you know i just want to touch on that you know because when you can't save your loved one because of money that insecurity that comes up it's not a good feeling and it gives you it leaves you in that state of powerlessness and this is what chelly manga was saying is that after his son died and he knew he couldn't do anything financially to help him he said never again am i living this kind of situation you know i just wanted to give you that situation but for me my point of view i think this i think that people change and you know uh this change can come in different ways you mentioned the aspect of 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 emotional the emotional aspect but there are people who can change based on you know i will say um i know if this is tying close to the emotional aspect but it comes from a point of they've said you know what enough is enough i'm tired of living this kind of life you know it's I'll an emotional event it's an emotional event once again really it is. is it really an emotional event 
when you said i am tired of living this life like when you stand actually actually yeah actually it's rage yeah. you're feeling that rage is, you're yeah. feeling helpless you're feeling all yeah, sorts of actually. things so usually yeah. it's, it's an emotional thing it has to be super it's emotional that's very very True. emotional yeah. it just breaks you and like it convicts you i convicts told you, you yeah. it has to convict you personally speaking anyways yeah. anyways anyway yeah. um yeah i think i think but i think it was a natural progression i think that needed to be had you know um yeah people but, need to hear about that situation about you know finances in terms of where you like you you've just pointed out i think you know it's a very interesting is very important especially in the yeah. aspect of when you're really setting out in your career or if yeah. you are like within like you you've moved on in your career but then you're seeing your finances are really taking a hit yeah you really need to yeah. like step back and be like man there are things i don't need to keep spending on remember that thing cnb cnbc make it yeah, yeah cnbc, CNBC make, it. make it their previous yeah. episodes the first ones yeah were about yeah man it was very surprising they used to show people what is it called people who actually like someone was earning forty thousand dollars there but yeah she was barely even saving how how much she was spending most of it on food expensive food that she didn't need she could just buy say <laughs> uh say like buy like you know like how you can just buy you can bulk up food then you just prepare it on your own because it's cheaper to make your own food yeah yeah so yeah, like she could have done mean. that and she had, she she had credit she had credit cards to pay but she was using those same credit cards to go and spend money on food what what that's like man yeah. eh, on stuff you really down. didn't need exactly on things she didn't necessarily need expensive coffees going and spending whatever i told you that six hundred dollars my friend dollars on, on on coffee here starbucks what 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 i'm like man you, there's not you know you're trying to impress people you don't necessarily like and you also don't know people like take the pictures of their food okay now i'm going i'm going into my own insecurity but then it's let's chill no but yeah, i think yeah. that but yeah it's more important touched, now Ezra, at the, it's important to realize that at the end of the day the people you're going to impress you probably don't even know them and you probably don't even care about them because dopamine you know things, yeah it's just That's a dopamine it's a dopamine effect that you know comes about to try to you know that you, i would okay I, i would call it that you know that happy effect that lasts for just five minutes you know where you feel like okay i need to show people that i'm okay i'm well and all this situation yeah. but really all you're doing is just living that kind it's of facade or there's that smoking because mirror that's instagram yeah. influence some of them you know like how they they're showing you all this expensive stuff some of yeah. them just they'll have that stuff but then they'll return it you know actually i was listening to thing, like yeah you buy something did you, you hear about, it. about uh you saw that video of zodak i don't know that, that rapper i really don't know who that uh is. the guy who okay i won't go into what he has yeah. done but just, just, anyway just, uh, that, that video of of him throwing money into the ocean yeah like it was actually been talked about in CNBC if you watch that episode where Josh Brown was talking this is CNBC by the way about the markets yeah. CNBC where they talk about the markets the stock market and then the analyst Josh Brown brought it up and he was like what that really needed and people were like talking about it from the views that to be honest that could have been even prop money like yeah. many of these rappers are known for that like they have that view they have that you know 
many of these by the industry gives them it's you know the money but they are not really spending all that money because if someone's throwing out $300 you know $300,000 let's just say okay not even $300,000 but that's a lot of money but they're throwing out $300 there's a huge chance that it could be prop for marketing and all that stuff so you know I just wanted to bring that aspect of where we're not doing, we're not hating on we're not hating on Instagram people you do what you want yeah no. whatever you yeah, want do actually life, yeah bro. go on Twitter man take pictures of your food it's nothing wrong but just we're just saying think about it like yeah there has to be that if having problems with money if you're having problems with money if you're having problems with money just think about it like do i really need to spend all this money on this food or all this yeah. money on these clothes that i don't need that i may not wear at some point you know anyways yeah. we have uh, this was a this was a this was a damn good show <laughs> this was a nice show bro yes. this, so this uh, is ezra uh signing out and this is alvin hadi boy signing out oh yeah hadi boy